Welcome back to Live, Laugh, Lorazepam Season 2. Those are all our fans. I won't lie, I was really anxious to do that intro again, and I've been talking to Abby how it felt like doing episode one, but it's season two, episode one. Enough people have listened to us that we get to do a season two. We have sponsors. Just kidding, we don't have sponsors. We do not have sponsors. (laughs) Not yet, not yet. We have emotional support people. We have a lot of emotional support people. Oh, I brought Abby back again for season two. I was questioning. Yeah, it was dicey there for a little bit, guys. <laughs> I mean, I think I should just do it solo. Just kidding. Don't, never. I would love to see in an entire episode of you talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think the conversation would be riveting, to be honest. No. 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 You don't want to know what goes on inside this head. Why were you so nervous to do the intro for this? I don't know. I think that part, we tried to like do scripted like the first episode last time and it just wasn't working Yeah, because we're not actors. It was like a, a really bad fail. Like we rec- like I remember listening back to those recordings and we had read off a piece of paper and we sound like absolute robots. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why I'm nervous every time. And part of me just wants to record and just keep it. But no, because we switch off. Yeah. And tell the episode. Okay. We can ramble all day, but we're back. Season we two, back. episode yeah. one. Thank you for everyone who, um, you know, gave us the grace and waited for us to come back because it's been about two months since we last released anything. And uh, Julie and I have been really busy. It was a really busy season, but I think also it was like such a wonderful break to turn my brain off and really relax over the holidays. And I actually like super, super appreciated that. I don't know if I, I don't know if my brain shut off. I don't think it did, but it was nice not to have to plan something else. Though I love this. It was nice to have two week, two months. Jesus, of breaks. Um, so we're gonna, uh, what, what'd you do in two months? Um, okay, so the holidays obviously we're a lot um which was another reason julie and i were like oh we can't do the podcast for the next few weeks like minimum because between the two of us and our ginormous families we had family events constantly and then like friends like holiday things and like work holiday things and like that was insane there was a surprise birthday party because i turned 30 yeah you kept that a secret i did keep i did get to see julie then um so Julie turned 30. Gross. She's in the 30 group now. Gross. No, actually kind of cool. But we, um, her family invited all of their extended family and friends uh, to her brother's house, and we all got to, like, scream at her as she walked in the door. By the way, we also, I think my favorite part of the entire thing was that they made you pick up the food. <laughs> yeah, I know. They made me pick up my food from my own party, but that's the only way they could make sure I wouldn't just show up. Yeah, like, Julie is always on time. And she always gives herself, like, extra time to travel places. Like, you're really good with timing. I am not. I was just going to say you're the complete opposite. I'm the complete opposite. Actually, um, almost showed up late to your surprise party that I was told to arrive early at. So Hey, my Nana showed up late. It's all good. (laughs) But so her family told her to go uh, pick up the food. So when she arrived with it, she was like, oh, my God, thank you. And then she was like, wait, did I just, like, bring the food to my own party? (laughs) And, like, I just thought it was so perfect. They had to give you a job. They did. (laughs) 
because otherwise I want to show up. And like <laughs> I asked my family the night before to hang out, and they were like, "Oh, well, actually, I asked someone to hang out, and then I Facetime my sister-in-law, and she." thankfully just answered it as a phone call and she's like oh i'm on my way to target i can't talk she was on my way to my brother's house too oh i didn't know that but yes uh awesome surprise 30th birthday with all my family and friends such good food such good drinks it was a really fun time actually so since i can remember i don't know if i've talked to this about this before my birthday i've had a snowman carvel cake and blts and i had at my 30th surprise birthday BLTs, a snowman cake, and a bunch of other food that I picked up, but <laughs> I had my BLT and snowman cake. Do you know what I had on my actual birthday? What? BLTs and snowman <laughs> cake. I had a little mini crisis because my mom couldn't find a snowman cake, and oh. I know I already had one, but like turning 30 was freaking me out. I started crying over a cake, and my sister picked one up for I me. I mean, it's a big deal. I feel like it was, this was like a really emotional birthday. And also, I feel like you get, like, the short end of the stick with your birthday being so close to Christmas sometimes that, like, That's I wish, the- yeah, I wish you got, like, more, more time to, like, really, like, spend on your birthday. I don't know. I've, my parents have never made it feel like it wasn't my birthday. They never, like, I never was mm-hmm. gypped out on anything. Oh, that's nice. Um We can hear Lily's nails. Yeah, no, it's actually she's eating. Right oh, she's now. eating. It sounds like nails. It sounds like when we're recording with Arthur. Yeah. Sorry. So for everyone listening, um, my cat Lily is eating some dry food right behind me on the floor. She has chosen this moment to wake up from her nap. Um, this cat sleeps twenty four hours a day, and this is the moment she's chosen <laughs> to come into the kitchen and eat some food. So welcome, Lily. We'll have to get her a mic. <coughs> she scares me. Though she just came up before she ate, she rubbed up against my leg to let me know that she was going to interrupt. It was really kind. She is getting, like, more friendly with strangers. Like, she used to, you know, even Phil and I had trouble, you know, petting her and, like, not... She was very defensive and scared all the time when we first got her in September, but... Same. (laughs) She's a lot better now. Now she'll, like, let strangers actually, like, approach her. Has she been going to therapy? I mean... Maybe, yeah, I don't know. She's in the room when you're in therapy. Yeah, she's in the room when I have therapy, so. She actually, like, joins in. Sometimes she'll just, like, poke her head up and, like, look at my screen. And my doctor loves it. Loves it so much. She, like, waits for it. I mean, she's the prettiest cat. She's so cute. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um... So, yeah, other than the holidays, I think... Wait, wait. We talked about me celebrating my 30th. Oh. Do you want to talk about anything you did? No. (laughs) No, I honestly... Wait, what did I do? I don't know. Like, do you want to, like, what, like, what did you do for two months? You didn't do nothing. I I honestly, so here's, I feel like sometimes I have, like, amnesia whenever the holidays come and go because the holidays are such a whirlwind that I get so overwhelmed. But this year, I actually was super intentional about not getting stressed out. And I think it's the first time I've enjoyed, like, Christmas and the holiday and, like, we don't per- we don't like formally celebrate um, Hanukkah right now, but like specifically Christmas, like with all my siblings and extended family and stuff. I think it's the first year I've actually not cried like on or around Christmas because of stress. Like, and it's like entirely self-inflicted stress. Like, I stress out about like, do I have enough gifts? Am I seeing my family enough? Like, 
Phil and I have family in the same city, and so we're, we bounce between the two houses, which makes for a very, very long day. Um, and then, like, his extended family does something as, like, a tradition the night before and then on New Year's Day, and it just feels like a lot around the holidays. And I love it. I love being with all the family, but um, I think I stress myself out every year because I feel like I have to perform or present in a certain way, or be prepared for things. Or attend every event. Yeah, or like for, you have to go to every single thing. And this year, like, I didn't put that pressure on myself, and I intentionally was like, I'm going to leave when I want to leave. Good for you. I would do it too. And I I felt great. Like, actually, the day after Christmas, like, I wasn't wiped out because I had actually, like, taken care of myself on Christmas and, like, the days before. Self-care. Yeah, for sure. So, guys, that's called growth. (laughs) Snaps for Abby. <clears throat> um, and then New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. We're um, in 2023. That yeah, that's weird. freaking wild. We met in what, 2006, seven? Yeah. Right? Wait. Two, yeah, 2007, I think. Or six. I Now, I like don't know how to do math or time in my head right now. Um, I think it was seven. It was seven. Yeah, it's it was a long seven. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to just pause for a second. Um, can you hear her water in the background? I can no, hear but honestly, it. I've like tuned that. She's still eating. Oh, is that her? I think she's still eating. The fountain is pretty much silent. She's eating. Lily. <laughs> Lily, we need to move your food. Oh, okay, I think she's done. That was definitely her eating it. Sounded just like water moving. And I was like, it's going to make me want to pee. Okay, back in. We might not even cut it out. You know, this is the year of no mistakes. Meaning Julie doesn't want to edit. No, this is the year of embracing the reality of life. The reality that your cat is very loud when she eats. God, she's a loud eater. She's also a messy eater. It gets everywhere. Like, girl, please. Should have gotten a dog. No. Just kidding. I love her. <laughs> I have no regrets about that. No I don't regrets. have to leave the house all day. <laughs> like, no walks. We live in New England. I knew what I was doing. You're lame. <laughs> um, so, New Year's. What did you do in January? Uh, I was sick on New Year's Eve. Oh, my God. Me, too. Um, it was, like, the end. So, I went to my brother's house still, but I was, like, on a recliner, and it was, like, no one talked to me, and I didn't get to eat the food I bought. Oh. Um, and I was just kind of, eh, that day. Yeah. Um, and night. But then the next morning, I did something that I wanted to do on my birthday, mm. but it just didn't work out. I did my first polar plunge. Yay! It was awesome. It happened to be, like, the warmest day. I know, you probably... looked out on weather. No, I was pissed. Oh. I was like, I'm going to jump into the ocean. You wanted it to be freezing? It's the polar plunge. I mean, I think it was still pretty cold. It was like 50-something. And I was like, and woke up and I was like, are you serious? And then I was like, no. (laughs) Um, But Only Julie would be mad that her polar plunge was slightly warm. Well, the fact (laughs) is you're jumping in the water because it's cold. The water's cold and the air is cold. How was it, though? So we get there. I asked my mom to come and record me jump in, so I had evidence that I did it. Um, And because I, you know, want to have something on Instagram. Got to show people that I did shit. I'm, I don't have to, but I wanted to. Yeah, and for me. And it was also like a proud moment for you, I think. Yeah, it was, like, was like, really it's big. how I wanted to start my 30s. That's what I did. I was like, just a 
started out with a splash and like a refresh and just I said I spent my 20s working on myself and now it's in time to enjoy all the work I did yeah did I say that right now it's time to enjoy all the work I did um but we get there and my mom pulls out her phone and she starts recording. She's like, Julie's doing her polar plunge. And then she turns it towards herself. And she's like, and I'm doing it too. Aww. She surprised me. Uh, and my mom grew up in Hawaii, for those that don't know. My mom hates the cold. So I was like, no, you're not. And then she's like, yes, I am. And she had her bathing suit on. Um, and it for was the, awesome. For those who want to see the video. I will. Yeah, I'll share it because I had to take it off my Instagram because I made a mistake. <laughs> Julie I left, tried to make a reel, but... <laughs> I left an image at the end of my living room that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> and it was fine, but it annoyed me, so I have to repost it. And then we can do a shared post between me and the yeah, account. Yeah, but it was, like, really, really cute. The video's adorable. Like, your mom running in after you and, like, watching you dunk. Yeah, my mom wouldn't dunk. Like the cutest thing. It was... I dunked twice. My mom was like, yeah, I can do that. And I was like, I'm just proud of you for even stepping in the water. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that she had, like, a bathing suit on and was even in the water with you, I think, is huge. But it was, like, we both, after doing it, we were, like, felt amazing. And there was something about it. Like, we know cold water can be good. It's good for you. You should take cold showers. And yeah. you, you would never, I know. <laughs> um, but it was just, like, my body just felt so good. And, like, there was adrenaline afterwards. And there's people watching us. And, like, that made us anxious at first. And we were, like, why do we care? Uh, but I will do it again. She said she wants to do it again. Oh. Uh, and is I this going to become like a tradition? I think it is. Oh, I love that. She might change her mind. <laughs> it was a really nice day. Yeah, I mean, next year it's going to be like, like negative one. And negative she's gonna be like, one. Like, <laughs> she'd be like, ooh. Remember that time I said I'd do this? Hmm. Uh, yeah, but it was awesome. I is exactly what I wanted it to be. It was great. And yeah. um, I will do it again. And I'm going to make other people join me by make me and ask them politely. That's amazing. And I think everyone should do it. Yeah. I think that was like a really cool way to like kick off your 30s. And 2023. I think I'll do it for my birthday too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In Miss July. Summer baby. Because <laughs> okay. then I'd actually get in the ocean, which by the way, I hate the ocean. It's already still cold when I go in there in August. So I am a baby when it comes to diving into cold water. <laughs> I'm going to do it on my birthday, too. <laughs> no, I'm going to bring you to one of those, like, those, Hot like. Springs. No. No way. I can do that in Colorado. Oh, Let's okay. go. No, the, you know the cold thingies that people go in and they freeze themselves for a oh, little bit? Oh, the, like, tank things? Yeah, they, like, stand yeah. and they get blasted, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, that sounds like my absolute nightmare. It's healthy. You should do it. Uh, no. Drink more water and be cold more often. That's what you need to do. All right, so that is actually, well, not the cold part, but drinking more water is my New Year's resolution, and I have actually been really good about it since New Year's started, but I learned that (laughs) I will drink multiple big things of water, like I have this like big cup next to me right now. Um, I have that same cup, by the way. With a straw, well, because it's from Coffee Break, which is the best coffee in Quincy. Um, Not sponsored, but we'll take it. Anyways, I will drink water if there's lemon in it. So I have had Phil order like fresh lemons every single week when we do groceries. And I will cut up a lemon each time and I'll fill it up multiple times a day. And I will drink it as long as there's lemon in it. If there's no lemon, I won't drink it. I have to say, every time I come over, you do have a water with a lemon. And yeah. you drink it. Yeah. I'll, I'll I just really like citrus. Like I'm a huge citrus person. 
and actually I've been putting um my mother in law got us like a like a big container of like zinc and it's got like the dropper and so it's like good for your immune system. So I've been putting that in the water with it as well. So go me getting actual vitamins and hydrating. <laughs> Off to a really good start. I try not to laugh into the mic. But yeah, she's drinking water, people. Yeah, I, I sent her memes all day long. Drink water, bitch. And Julie finally gave me the keychain that she had mentioned in season one that literally says drink more water. And I think I'm just going to carry that around with me now as like a badge being like, I do. <laughs> like, there, there's a water bottle at my house that my mom got from someone and it like has motivational sayings like every few ounces. And it's like, you go girl and like keep on going. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't need that motivation to drink water. I will drink water all day yeah. just constantly i'm like why do i need a water bottle cheering me on to get to you drink more water than anyone i know wait so okay so one thing that did happen to me right before christmas so i got sick since we've been on break i got sick three times and like knock on wood when we're recording this it's still like mid-january so like hopefully i don't get sick please don't of january but i got some sort of like stomach flu type thing two days before christmas and i was so dehydrated that my mother-in-law who has a wellness company um it's called de familia um and right now they're operating out of like a spa in Topsfield, but they do iv hydration um and she literally brought her setup into the home visit to give me like a vitamin pack and a full thing of uh, fluid because I was so dehydrated and I hadn't eaten for like three days. So I didn't eat for like, oh my God, like four or five days before Christmas. I didn't eat until Christmas morning. Like I ate my first meal in days on Christmas morning. That was me uh, like two days after Christmas to New Year's. Yeah. Yes. What was going on? Like, like something days, I was days. like, is it the stress and it caught up with me or did I, I probably like caught something. So I was really sick. And then I got sick again on New Year's. Um, and then right as I was feeling better, I was finally eating again. I got an, a horrible cold and I'm just getting over it now. I think you need a few more drops of that zinc. I know. I've been taking vitamin C, vitamin D, some of that zinc. I what about some natural sunlight? Probiotic. Well, okay. That involves leaving the house. <laughs> During the day. I have been working out on the Peloton again. Yes. That's awesome. we pay for it and I should use it if we pay for it. Um, and I've been sleeping and drinking water. But look, the going out in sunlight thing, I'm still working on that. I'm a vampire. <laughs> That's why you were a Twilight I, fan in high school. I am. Well, yes. But Me I am too. also like a house cat. I am very much a house cat. Unpredictable? Yeah, for sure. But like also. <laughs> I know I'm just fucking. Ooh, I'm like, like Lily will go up to the door and like be curious and then we'll like open the door and she'll feel the cold and you immediately like you watch it go over her face like Mm-mm, nope that's not the life for me and like I feel like I do the same thing <laughs> oh yep that's you oh man um but yes I like the cold you don't where were we going with this you're a house cat water while we were talking about our oh you months. were sick yeah and then we were working our way up to What's coming in season two? Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, like, I mean, we can jump. Well, let's give a little bit before we jump into season two. Make them, like, one, we need to make this episode longer. <laughs> two, the suspense. The suspense. We have big things coming. Big thing. Maybe we're just, 
going to make them up off the top of our head. Maybe we've actually been working on, you know, planning this and making this something real. I mean, it is real. We made a whole first season, but like we're putting in the work, people. We are. We are putting in the work. And we did spend our time wisely. When we had the two months off and Julie and I were like, hey, um, let's hang out and like actually just hang out as friends. We didn't, though, because we <laughs> we well, saw each other. your birthday. Yeah. Well, yeah, the birthday party. And then we didn't see each other for weeks. And then. And then we did a planning session. Yeah, we did a planning <laughs> session. We didn't hang out. Well, we pre-gamed today. We did. Pre- so we pre-gamed for this episode, which our version of pre-gaming is we got sushi had one drink and then got froyo and came home. <laughs> Which, in my opinion, is the best type of free gaming because that's sushi and a dessert and one drink. You know, it's that's perfect. Like the trifecta. Yeah. And, and then now I put pajamas back on, you know? I am jealous that I'm not in pajamas. I actually meant to text you earlier and be like, bring your sweatpants. <laughs> These jeans are actually comfy, so. Yeah, mine weren't. No, they were like cutting into my Oh, side. they're like stretchy. They're, they're great. What are, what are um, your New Year's resolutions, by the way? I never asked. I didn't make any because, like, she has another day to me. Like, the jumping in the ocean was, like, the start to my 30s. But I didn't, like, anytime I make them, I don't stick with them. So I never remember mine. Mine's always, I'm going to get healthy. Like, I oh, had I some concrete ones last year. I remember, I remember thinking about it. I could not tell you what they are because I don't write them down. And then it's like, how am I supposed to remember that 12 months later that I wanted to like read more books or something? Like I do that anyways. Like <laughs> I always choose things that are attainable though, <laughs> just so I can say it was a win. <laughs> I, um, I guess I could say I, um, I want to, well, I'll tell you what I want to do more of. I just went skating at Fenway, which was awesome. Ice skating Fenway, super cool. And I want to skate more. Oh, really? Yeah, I want to skate more. With I a helmet? I might be going tomorrow. Yes, with a helmet because I'm afraid of falling. With good reason. Yes. That I, was the worst concussion of my life. I am like, at first I was like, I'm like, I don't want to like, I don't want to look weird wearing a helmet. But I'm like, why do I care what someone looks like? like what someone thinks of me wearing a helmet? I'm like, uh, I will skate faster and enjoy myself more if I know my head is protected. Would you ever do rollerblading? People always have like knee pads and elbow pads and helmets on and they make it look cool. Why can't it be like that with ice skating where you have literal blades on your feet and the ice is a lot harder than like other surfaces. I'm, all, I'm just afraid I'm just going to whack my head off the ice. This is literally uh, what I did. I saw stars. You should have seen me at Fenway. I was like, because I hadn't been on skates in forever. Yeah. Um, last time I was ice skating, I was in Vegas, which is super weird. That Outside. Very strange. December or early November, I mean late November, early December, I was in Vegas and I found out that the Cosmo had outdoor ice skating and I was like, oh, I have to do this. I'm in Vegas. I need to say I went ice skating yeah. in Vegas. That's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Did um, you do it as a kid? Like, did you do like lessons or anything? At like We Shea didn't Rink? do lessons, but we grew up right down the street from Shea Rink, so we would go. Yeah, because like I remember, <laughs> I remember this so distinctly. So I did lessons just to like teach me how to do it. Obviously, I think I was like five or six years old. And so I thought I was hot shit because I learned how to actually do like the wiggle thing when you go backwards. I could like actually go backwards on the skate. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm going to the Olympics. And I went up to my mom and I was like, mom. And I used to do this all the time. I was like, mom, I think I'm going to be a figure skater. Like, I think that's what I'm going to be. I'm Again, remind, I'm under seven years old. Like I am not 
I, mean, I didn't say this to her at 15. Like, I said this when I was very, very young. Hey, you went into gymnastics, <clears throat> so... Wait, but she goes, mm, I think it's a little too late for that. <laughs> I mean, truth. She was also, being honest. Also, she's probably, like, watching the most uncoordinated child doing, like, the bare minimum on ice skates and was probably like, ooh, gotta crush this one real quick. <laughs> Abigail Egan, gold medal winner... Olympic skater. What? I don't know what I was trying to do there. No, but I did do gymnastics for 10 years. Again, though, started when I was five. Did it... Too late, man. But, like, not even that. I didn't do anything competitive because I am, like, anti-competitive. So I did it for fun. And anytime they would try to push me to, like, hey, try this or do a little better, like, I increased my skills, but very slowly. And I, if they were, like, no, you got to push yourself and you got to run outside of gymnastics class and you got to, like, do ab workouts. And I was, like... No, I remember. <laughs> I remember going. Your mom would drop us both off, and I would sit up in like with the parents section because we were hanging out, and you had to go to gymnastics. So I'd sit up with the Julie's parents, like with all the gymnastics moms. Yep, that's me. <laughs> and like, oh, so the best part is like I did gymnastics when I was five, and I did it with my cousin Kylie when we started. And the teacher <laughs> used to like tell our parents because our moms, our moms are like really close friends. And our moms would, like, sit in the parking lot, and they'd get, like, Dunkin' Donuts while we were in class, and they'd just, like, chit-chat in the car together. Wait, then, we do, we did the, Yeah, <laughs> we no, do this that. is, like, I'm, like, where do I get it from? Okay, there we go. Um, Kylie and I would, they would have stations, right? So you'd, like, be on one station for a little bit, and then they'd blow a whistle, and you'd switch to the next station. It would be, like, somersaults, or, like, stretching, or, like, hang from a bar, or whatever. And, uh... I hang at a bar. <laughs> I mean, I still do it, but in different ways now. Um, but we used to just stand next to whatever the station was and we'd talk. And because we were like best friends and especially at five years old, we had like crazy imaginations. I just remember some of the like the wild stories we'd come up with and we would just stand there and be like, yeah, so. And we'd each do it like once and then we'd just like sit on the ground and like chit chat with each other. Like, I can't tell you how much I relate with like the kid that sits on the soccer field picking flowers. Like, you know what? do gymnastics your mom paid for you to sit there and chat with your cousin <laughs> is the gist of what i got and see it was actually just babysitting so she could hang out with my aunt <laughs> for 10 years so if you have children yeah you know that's what you're paying for exactly um what was i gonna say gymnastics uh i would sit there yeah you were up there on the so like i went to um ellis gym in Weymouth slash Braintree area. Also not sponsored. Also not sponsored, but an amazing place. Um, and I went there for 10 years and I loved it. Um, I also like ruined my knee because I was really rough on my body and I ended up having to get surgery by the time I was like 15 years old. But <clears throat> I don't put that on them. That's entirely on me because I would launch my body off of things. Because like, you wouldn't no care. practice. Because yeah, I had no practice whatsoever all week. And then I would just try to like launch myself off a vault and be like, I'm fine, and like just in the air flying. Um, yeah, I was really rough on my body as a kid, and I wonder why I have like aches and pains, and I'm not even 30 yet. But that place is amazing, but they have like, you walk in the door, and it's a huge like warehouse style type gym, but there's stairs to the right, and you can go up, and there's like this balcony, and then there's like vending machines, and like tables and chairs for like all the parents, and you run upstairs, and you put your stuff down in like these cubbies, or on the ground. I don't, honestly don't remember. Um, and the whole place smells like... Gym. Sweat and chalk. 
And foam mats. And foam mat. Yes, exactly. That's a very distinct smell. That's like a memory smell for me. Um, but we would always, <laughs> like our parents or friends or whoever would sit up there and then you'd be down below on the floor and you'd like look up and be like, are they watching? <laughs> Did they see that? Did they? And the best part is like, I got glasses at the age of 10. <clears throat> so for five- So you couldn't see them? <laughs> So, like, at 10 years old, I would leave my glasses up there, and my eyesight was, like, whatever. It was fine. I just needed them to see the board in class. And then, slowly, my eyes have gotten worse and worse and worse, to the point where now I am, like... (laughs) She has glasses on right now, and she can't even see me. Guys, like, no, I I can't even explain how bad my eyesight is. Um, Like, I need to look into LASIK to almost hit reset on my eyes, or else I'm going to be, like, like, legally considered... (laughs) like not allowed to drive a car at some point in the near future. Um, but I would take my glasses off. So then by the time I was 15, my eyesight was so bad that I'd be like launch again, reasons why my knee blew out, launching myself towards something that I could not see. And I'd be like waving at my mom and then find out later my mom was like in the car the entire time. And I'm just waving to some other woman. So like, Hey guys, that's my mom up there. That's my mom. Yeah, like the girl next to me is like, who are you waving to? That is a coat rack. <laughs> like, that's so, the vending machine. I think that's like the funniest thing is like Julie came and like watched me and I couldn't see her because when we were friends, I was like 14. <laughs> we're not friends now, by the way. She said when we were friends, she was 14. Yeah, that, that one time. <laughs> that one time. Um, I want to jump back real quick before we start about season two because mm-hmm. I just checked the time. It's time we can start talking about okay, it. Okay, cool. I'm the time tracker, by the way, if you guys didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Julie keeps us on track. No, you keep us on track. <laughs> I keep us from an hour under. Because um, no one wants to listen to us for more than an hour. Going back to skating, you said, did I take lessons? Yeah. No. Katie took lessons. But I was such a tomboy, I didn't want to wear figure skates, and they were going to make me wear figure skates. Oh. I wanted hockey skates. My mom would never let me play hockey. Why? I think I know why now. She didn't want 4 a.m. practices. She didn't want oh to get up. Oh my gosh, rink time. You're right. She did not want to get up, which was fine, but also she didn't want me getting hurt. Yeah. That's it wasn't like. a me, like. Were you like athletic as a kid? Yeah, I played all that. I played soccer. I played basketball. I played softball. But, like, I played did baseball. You, did you like them? Were you like. No, I um, liked all of them. Competitive as a kid? Yeah. Oh. I did not know that about you. You've gone to softball games. Yeah, but it was like as an adult and it was like fun. That was high school. I was not an adult. High school softball? You've never seen me play adult no, softball. I don't think I ever saw you play high school you softball. You did because when I played North. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so I went to one game. <laughs> and I've seen, you know what I remember actually very distinctly? I remember pictures of you <laughs> holding up, like, you know, the kid pictures that they do whenever you do like Little League anything? And there's one, there was one on your fridge. For many, many years. Oh, the and you soccer. Have, yeah, you have, like, the cutest smile. Julie has, like, Julie has um, adorable cheeks. And they were Thanks. so adorable as a kid, too, because, like, I feel like you had cheeks that were bigger than your face as a kid. Are you calling me fat? No. no. I have chipmunk cheeks. You I know. Had, like, I have really big cheeks. the cutest cheeks as a kid, and they were always, like, very rosy. And you would smile with, like, your full face. Like, it, like you know, you can do a normal smile, like whatever. But as a kid, you don't know how to like do a normal smile. You smile with like your whole body. 
and your like your whole face would turn into a smile. And your parents have those pictures on your fridge, and they're so cute. They still have them. They don't go on our fridge anymore, but we still have them. In your like little uniform, with like I, my favorite one is like. Is there one where you have like your foot up on a ball or something? Don't you pose with like a soccer ball? On I one did of them? not have one of those. No, I've held a baseball bat on my yes, shoulder. Yes, on your. I remember that one. That's a bad one. <laughs> that was like the worst haircut. My teeth weren't fixed yet. I was born with the like worst overbite. Like my bottom teeth used to t- cut the roof of my mouth. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was so bad. Um, so I had to wear what was called a bionator. A what? It moved my jaw for me. Ow. So I didn't need surgery. So I had to wear that for two years. And then I had braces, then wear that for two years, and then had braces. That sounds horrible. My grandmother always looks at me and goes, you have such great teeth. I go, thanks. They were expensive. (laughs) I was like, my mom paid for them. Did you ever have to do a palate expander? No, Katie did, though. I had the Bionator. They called it the Bionator Buddy. Oh, God. (laughs) I was like, that thing's not my buddy. It's hell. Yeah, you're like, I don't enjoy this at all. And I was like, I already have a lisp. You don't need to give me a bigger one. I didn't have the palate expander, but like our friend Nicole did. And I remember they used to have to like turn the key. And like that just sounds like medieval torture that someone made miniature and put in your mouth. Like that, that's horrific to me. She has a great smile though. She does have fantastic teeth actually. Meanwhile, I had to do braces a second time or Invisalign or whatever as an adult because <laughs> I did not take care of my teeth. I should go back. Yeah, they're gross. Not gross. They're misaligned. I take good care of my teeth. I am 30 years old and never had a cavity. Knock oh, my wood. God. Are that's, you serious? Yeah, that's why I was earlier. I was talking about the fluoride water. Quincy's water is great. So I had never. I've never had ever. a cavity. Never. Not even a little one. Nope. Okay, that's, like, really good genetics, too, because, like, I've had more cavities than I can count. and But, like, from a really early age, like, it's not that I ate sugar or anything. We just, I just have bad teeth. Like, Is, is it bag that, bag? Is it bad that it's something I brag about? I kind of no, want to put mean, it on my dating profile. I think you should, honestly, because it's like, look, like, if we have, you know, if you need kids or anything, or you want me to You're really looking in the wrong place. <laughs> You're like, I got great genes. I <laughs> do, but stay away from me. Um, okay, this is season two. I think we've rambled enough. Yes, we're getting back into the swing of things. Yep, we. it's not like we haven't been talking for three hours before this <laughs> <laughs> at all. Okay, so I'm going to introduce Abigail Egan. She is my partner <laughs> in crime for Live, Laugh, Lorazepam. Um, you guys have not heard her before. So, introducing Abigail Egan. Is the full name because I now have to be formal? Is this like? <laughs> it's just because I've lost my mind. Okay. So, okay. Season two, Julie and I, though we joke, have actually been planning quite a bit of stuff. And we are really excited to sort of announce that we're going to be doing a lot more full episodes of interviews with people from like all walks of life. Um, and we have a ton already scheduled. I'm not going to name drop anyone because we're really excited to roll them out. Um, but we have like quite a few people coming on to interview with us. Um, and we are, first of all, very, very grateful for everyone who has volunteered and who um, has already agreed to be our test subject. <clears throat> I mean, guests <laughs> on the pod. Um, the but pod. then on top of that, on top of the full episodes of interviews, we also 
love these sort of conversational episodes where we just kind of choose a topic and chat about it. And I mean, that's why we started the podcast. We love the interview so much because we learned so much, but we also want to have these like personal moments. And so Julie and I are also going to be doing mini episodes, which means drum roll, please, Julie. Live Laugh for Azabam is now a weekly podcast. Are we going to regret saying that? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we are we are doing as much as we can to plan ahead, prep everything, because we both have quite a few things going on in our lives, and we need to schedule properly. However, our intentions and our plans for right now are to do this weekly. Every other week, you'll get a full interview um, with one of our guests. Sometimes they might not be an interview. We're trying to do an interview every every other week, but we don't. We oh, remember we right. said if we don't get someone, we're still we're gonna have a real topic. But yes, okay. So if it's not an interview every other week, we're still gonna have a full episode, and it'll be probably um, dedicated to a more specific topic. Um, like you wanted to do the um, fundraiser um, for suicide awareness and out of the darkness. Yeah, so that's gonna be an amazing episode as well. So then. Aside from the full episodes on the off weeks from those, we're going to be doing our mini episodes and we have some really funny, uh, like topics or I don't know. They're not skits. They're not like segments. They're segments. They're kind of like segments. They they have titles. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw out some titles. These are subject to change because we have just been laughing so hard coming up with these titles. Um, so we have good juju because I call Julie juju. Um, we also have Egan or Tegan, where we're going to read some tweets and you have to guess whether it was insanity that I said or insanity that Chrissy Tegan said. Um, Who is it? We have madness or medicine, where we're going to list the name of something and you can guess if it's actually uh, a diagnosis or if it's just a really long medicine name. And then lastly, we have something called relation scripts. (laughs) Where Julie's going to give us some uh, insight into her relationship life and we're going to chat about dating a little bit because it's really fun and funny and like hilarious. <laughs> no, it's it, it's sad that it's hilarious. It's you sad. have such a good like you have such good humor about it, though, that I feel like I learned so much about dating, like from you talking about dating. I you know, you're welcome. <laughs> You don't even date anymore, but you're welcome. I do this for you. I don't do this to find a partner in life. I, uh, it's entirely I'm, self-serving it for is me. entirely just to talk to you and entertain you. Um, I am not looking for a life partner. I am not looking for the girl of my dreams. I am here to serve Abby. Um, that is why I put myself through hell, because um, dating sucks. Dating does suck in general, and you are taking one for the team. I really like the name Relation Scripts because, you know, I'm on all the scripts and I'm sure everyone I have dated is on them too or needs to be. Um, <laughs> we should do a segment where it's like after a date, therapy or not. Do what <laughs> like, they, do they like, need therapy or not? <laughs> yeah, everyone needs therapy, you know <laughs> me, but yes. Yes. <laughs> Whether you have an issue that's diagnosed or not, the answer is yes, you need therapy. But, you know, I'm going to eventually start calling these people and being like listen can you come on an episode of my podcast and tell me why you ghosted me (laughs) specific person that just ghosted me wait it's gonna be like those radio segments where we call someone oh i would do it in a second 
We'll do it in a second, especially this most recent one. Thanks for having an awesome first date and saying yes to another awesome date and then ghosting me. Oh, man. I'm not bitter. (laughs) Anyways, these are a very small snippet of some hilarious segments that Julie and I have been brainstorming. Um, And we'd also like to give a shout out to my other half, Philip, for also creating us this crazy, amazing Excel tracker which is probably the only reason Julie and I are as organized for season two as we are. Um, He's like an Excel genius and he did all these like fancy formulas and stuff that I'm scared to like touch it because I'm scared I'm going to break it, but it's beautiful. When he came out, he was so proud and I was like, I am so proud of you. You're like, you're not even my husband and I'm just so (laughs) proud and I love this. And like, you're amazing guys. It was like color coordinated. It had so many columns for all the informations. Um, and he had already input everything from like season one. It was it was really really sweet. Well, we have to say Abby and I were keeping track of everything on a note in our phones, a shared note. And Abby showed Phil, and he was like, "You guys are idiots." He was like, in a very nice way. It was super, he, yeah, because he's the sweetest human being. But he was like, "You don't have a shared calendar." Because we kept scheduling things and then forgetting we scheduled things, and it was like, or canceling. Oh, was that on your calendar, or was it on my calendar? Oh, I forgot to put that on mine, and then. He, like, looked at me one day and was like, I can't let you do this anymore. <laughs> like, I have to help. And I was like, okay. So that was our Christmas present from him. It was amazing. It is amazing. I love it. And he also gave us Egan or Tegan. He did. He came up with that one. Um, and then extra shout out to Julie specifically for also creating our new guest speaker Google form. We look so formal now when we send that to guests. We are legit. It has like actual questions on that. We're actually collecting information from our guests um, and not just doing this like willy nilly through text message. Um, So (laughs) we have some big things coming. Very exciting. Season two is hopefully, fingers crossed, going to be just. This is when we get to the top of Spotify (laughs) podcasts. We're going to beat out all those other ones. Yeah, it's, NPR, we're coming for you. <laughs> it's going to be Live, Laugh, Lorazepam. We're going to get some sponsors somehow. These are my goals. You know what? You yes. asked me my goals. My goals is to get paid for talking to you. Oh, yeah, we, uh, New Year's resolutions for L3. I want to take this to the next level, and I'm talking with my hands. Abby's like, what are you doing? My hands are all yeah. over the place. She looks like she's doing an interpretive dance. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the YMCA um okay i want this to become bigger than it is i want to help more people i want us sharing our stories and interviewing people sharing their stories to help more people we've already in our very short season one people have reached out to us and told us that we've helped them recently more people have asked me how do i get a therapist and i just want us to continue to grow to help more people yeah i i i think for L3, my New Year's resolution is to officially, like, make our website. Um, and I would love for it to be, like, a hub for resources for questions like that. How do I get a therapist? Like, what should I do? What are my top things? What are places I can look? Or how do I even go about this? Or, like, what do I do when this happens? Or We're not, like, the end-all, be-all for answers. And I don't ever want to come off as, like, oh, we know what we're talking about and, like, we know everything because that's not the truth. I think like the best part about this podcast is that we're learning from people every single time. And then on top of that, I want to offer the resources that I wish I had 
when I had when I was going through like a rough time. And so if we can do that, if we can learn from other people and create these resources and share them with our community, I will be so freaking proud of this podcast and like where we can take it. Already proud. But even more proud. Pride. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm <laughs> still talking with my hands. Abby's just looking at me like I'm crazy. Um, but our goal is to do this as much as possible and because it brings us joy. Um, yeah, for sure. And it would be nice to have this shoot off into a career of some sort because I want to work in the mental health field but not be a therapist. Everyone's like, you're going to be a therapist? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. There's so much more you can do in the mental health field, though, than just being a therapist, you know? Therapists are amazing. Oh, fantastic. And if you go that route, if anyone goes that route, that's like good for a, you. A, a wonderful calling to have. However, it is not. I don't think it's our calling. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not meant to be a therapist. One, I like to talk, so I would be the one talking. Two, I give unsolicited advice. Three... I might fall asleep like the other therapist. <laughs> Four, this could be a whole episode. Four, um, I will, HIPAA would not be a thing. I'd probably just tell everyone's stories. Yeah, and also I think I would get emotionally attached to like everyone's problems. Like I already take on people's problems as yeah. my own. I think I would do that if I was a therapist. I'd be like, oh my gosh, Karen is really going through something and I'm internalizing it. <laughs> I feel it too, Karen. Or like, <laughs> like I... What if you don't like someone? Like, you can say, I know they can say, like, we're not a good fit. Like, I think you'd be yeah. better with someone else. But, like, what if you really don't like your patient? Like, how do you be their therapist if they're not leaving? I kind of want to ask my therapist Or I think about, like, how, we're off on a tangent, but think about how frustrating it would be to, like, have a client that comes to you with, like, the same issue constantly and you're constantly working through it and you give advice and, like. But still go to therapy. I think the most frustrating thing would possibly be um, like just a spiral of continuous behavior and like never have showing any like not improvement, but like growth and like understanding of yourself. I think that would be incredibly, especially I'm a fixer, like I'm a problem solver. And if someone came to me and like every single week it was like, well, did it again. I'd be like, oh my God, pull it together. Do you know how many people I would tell them to like break up with their boyfriends or get a divorce? I'd be like, you know, this guy is so shitty. You just leave him. I'm like, you don't deserve to be treated like this, you'd Karen. Like, you'd be like, actually, have you heard of women? <laughs> Listen, the dating pool sucks as it is. Like, it's hard. Would to... you date? No, I would client. not date a client. <laughs> well, it depends. I knew you were going to say that. Asterix at the end of the no. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And anyways, long story short, that's why we can't be therapists. And I'm going to wrap this up because we're going to continue and you guys are not going to listen to episode two. So thank you for joining us for the first episode of season two. We're super excited to go on this journey with all of you. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at livelaughlorazepam and slide into our DMs to share your story or provide feedback. Make sure you subscribe. Call or text 988, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, 
for free and confidential support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress.